This is the None of Your Business Podcast. I'm your host, Robert DeLude, and it is my mission to bring you inspiring stories from entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women, students, coaches, or anyone else who is crushing it in life and doing kick-ass things. We all go through struggles. It doesn't matter what our background is, but we can overcome them. And I'm going to show you how. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the show begin. One, two, three, and we're going. So who are you? What do you do? My name is Kevin Rose. Uh, I am here today, I guess, more than anything, because I have a program called The Catalyst. Catalyst is a human-animal interaction experience where we help people go from feeling totally stressed out to absolutely calm in just seconds. And the way we do that is we bring them face-to-face with tigers, lions, cougars, leopards, things like that. I started the program, uh, it's been about 10 years now, and it's uh, free to combat veterans, and that's, uh, that was the reason I started it, and uh, we helped a lot of people along the way that weren't combat veterans, but that's my main focus. That's really cool. How did you get in, <clears throat> excuse me, how did you get into that? Uh, long story short, after um, 9-11, I was trying to find out what I needed to do, you know, pretty much like everybody else. And I asked the question, what am I supposed to do now? And uh, it just came really clearly to me that I was supposed to create a program to help the people coming home for more uh, integrate with much more ease. Uh, this was right before the war had even started, the second war uh, in um, the Middle East. And so that was it, man. I, and from there, 20 years, I've worked with animals my whole life. I'm a, a manual therapist, so I do hands-on work. Um, I'd worked with a doctor who developed and implemented programs for combat veterans, helping them reintegrate, and I just kind of carried on his tradition. My uh, work with the, with the uh, predator animals came because I needed a dynamic that would for lack of a better word, shock the system of those that it took a whole lot to shock their system mm-hmm. in this place, right? And uh, through work with hands-on work with wolves, that's how it started. I started did some work hands-on with wolves and noticed that dynamic and um, knew that I had to work with combat or uh, with uh, predator animals. Wow. So why did you start working with wolves? Well, I, I worked with, this, like I said, I worked with this doctor for a lot of years and we had a lot of, he trained therapists from all over the world. And the therapists that he trained came from all kinds of disciplines. There were chiropractors, um, osteopaths, massage therapists, occupational therapists, and everyone brought something different to the table. And this one woman, uh, she worked hands-on with wolves in an ethology park to help them heal their injury. So I had the opportunity to go work. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen a wolf uh, up close and impersonal, but about 150 pounds, massive animal. Uh, This park, they're hand raised, but they kept a a main pack uh, in an acreage of about 30 acres and they would watch them on their daily habits and rituals and document scientific community. But we had the opportunity, we went inside with this main pack. And when I was with, the the people walking in and I felt safe, felt fine. Then I looked down the hill and there's these seven wolves charging up the hill, coming right at me. Um, Cause I'm the new guy. 
-hmm. And they started surrounding me, bumping and growling because my energy was so high that I was challenging the hierarchical structure. So when you saw those seven wolves the first time going in there, like, what were you thinking? Oh, man, my heart was in my throat. You know, I, I love animals, but seven alpha predators flying up the hill with their tongues hanging out, looking right at you. That was, it was a little intense. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, as I'm there and these wolves are surrounding me, they're bumping and ground, I'm freaking out, trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do next? And uh, this thought came to my mind. My grandmother, when I was 12 years old, she taught me this technique where I could use all the senses at once to ground myself. Uh, bring myself right into the present moment. Her voice came in my head and I started doing it and uh, the wolves just dissipated. They stopped bumping and growling and just went about their business. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's pretty intense. I wonder if that just really happened. And so I started raising my energy level again and sure enough, they came right back around me, started bumping and growling. Really? Yeah, they were literally feeding off my energy level and I thought, man, that's insane. So I started grounding myself again, and sure enough, they just dissipated. Then they started coming up to me one at a time and letting me work hands-on with them. So as long as I stayed grounded, they were cool. But when I started raising my energy level, changed everything. Wow. So it was from that, from that experience um, that I thought this, I had been kind of in pursuit for about five years of what I was going to do. And, uh, but it was from that experience that the, that the catalyst was born. Uh, and ironically enough, the place was called Wolf Park, and it's in Battleground, Indiana. <laughs> so uh, all things lined up. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. Do you have like a three-step process maybe for somebody who is in the beginning stages of trying to be grounded? Absolutely. You want to try it? Yeah, sure. Great. So do you have something there to drink? Do you have... Yeah, I got coffee and I got soda. Whatever, whatever you got, either way. Right. So here's what I'm going to have you do. I want you to think of something stressful. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Okay, so as you're rolling it around in your mind, I want you to notice where do you begin to feel it translate into your body? Where do you feel it in your body? In my back. Okay. And if I were to ask you to quantify that zero out of ten, Zero being not stressful at all, 10 is excruciating. Where would you say it is in this moment as you're thinking about it? Probably a six and a half. All right, so I want you to feel the chair underneath you. I want you to wiggle your toes. Okay. I want you to pick up something to drink, whatever it is. Hold the cup in your hand, Okay. Right? Feel the texture in your fingers. Really pay attention, all right? Okay. Now I want you to take a drink. And as you're drinking, smell it. Taste the taste as it goes down your throat. Wiggle your toes again. Really feel the bo bottle in your hand. And zero out of 10, measure that stress level again. That's mm, it too. All right, so how long did that take us? Uh, maybe a minute. Right, so here's what happens. <clears throat> you didn't, I didn't distract you away from the stress, all right? The stress takes you out of your body. It takes you into the thinking process because you want to figure it out. You want to figure it out so you can solve it, put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Really, all your body is asking you to do is come back present in the moment, come back inside. So I had you wiggle your toes. I had you use all your senses. Wiggling your toes brings you all the way down through your body. So it brings mm -hmm. you total body awareness. And then engaging all your senses tells your body, okay, yeah, 
he's here, right? Now, mm. it's compared to like if you if you eat or if you're hungry, what do you do? Eat. Right? Thirsty, you drink, tired, you sleep. Those are all just biological cues. Hunger, thirst, fatigue, it's just your body saying, hey, pay attention. But we don't freak out when those things happen, right? We just we just solve it. And the the thing is it, it doesn't we don't just eat once, drink once, sleep once. It's a continual process. Mm -hmm. So the same thing with stress. Stress and pain are just your body's way of saying, hey, pay attention. I need you to come inside. And when you do that, it satiates that stress for the moment. It may not make the stressful situation go away, but what it does do is help you navigate stress with more ease. So that is your call back into your body, just like hunger, thirst, and fatigue. Mm. Yeah, no, it does. That's, that's really interesting. And that was a pretty cool experiment right there that i really Definitely. like that uh so you were you work with combat veterans yeah like what does that do for you uh you know it, it i trusted my gut following this whole process and if you want to call it god i mean i don't know whatever you want to call it but that's that's what spoke to me to do it mm -hmm. and so you know for a lot of years i was an activist I was uh, fighting against war and, you know, let's all just have peace and love. And I recognized while I still have those thought processes, I, I can't stop the war machine. But what I can do is counterbalance the pain and violence that's going on in the world. And I do that because I have a 10-year-old daughter, you know. And um, to be quite honest, before she was born, my thought process was go ahead, blow yourselves up. You know, everybody just fight, fight your way out, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then after she was born, I was like, no, I have a responsibility here. And so it helps me feel like I'm fulfilling that responsibility. Mm, that's cool. Right on. So for you to get into therapy, well, to practice therapy, like, did you have like a lot of like trauma growing up that wanted you to like go to that field or what? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's part of it. I grew up in a volatile household. Um, and the technique I just showed you, I used to go to my grandmother's house. She lived a uh, big farm and I would spend weekends with her. And she's the one that taught me this. And she would, she would bring up the things that went on during the week, not to, and not to antagonize me, but she wanted to show me that if I brought that stress level up, she could show me how to bring it down. And so, you know, I think to answer to your question, yes, I think anytime we do anything, it's because we've got to drive to solve some problem for ourselves, to be quite honest. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. <clears throat> now going through the technique that you showed me, like your grandmother showed me, did you try any other things in your practices that didn't quite work as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was an evolution. Um, the, the manual therapy I did is a hands-on therapy. So um, the doctor that I worked for, he developed this particular protocol called craniosacral therapy. And it's hands-on. It works with the brain and spinal cord. And basically, it helps to calm the central nervous system. So in calming the central nervous system, you calm the whole body. And while the hands-on work is effective, I noticed that when I was dealing with somebody with a lot of trauma, it, it would work for a minute, but they'd bounce right back out. So my thought process was, look, I need something that's going to change the dynamic, create a new neural pathway so that when that trauma comes up, they have the ability 
to go to something more calming. And so that was the, that was kind of the, and by happenstance, I mean, I've been doing this for, I've been doing it for 40 years, what my grandmother taught me. Uh, and it just happened to come up when I was with the wolves. So, you know, I don't, I don't think there's any one way. I don't say that my way is the one way, Yeah. but I, I can tell you after 25 years of working with stress, my own and other people's, um, the most uh, expeditious way to counterbalance stress is grounding and present moment awareness. So the simplicity, even though it's not always easy, the simplicity of that is truly the key in my Mm, that's interesting. So when you like first time you have a client and you tell them, Hey, we're going to go hang out with a wild animal. <laughs> what's their first reaction? Um, you know, it's intrigue for the most part. Uh, I work with the animal sanctuary. It's a rescue sanctuary. So all the animals have been brought from some kind of adverse situation. Yeah. And, uh, and I will make a disclaimer here. I am 100% against captivity. I just don't like it, never have, never will. Uh, but these animals have no other place to go. Hey guys, so I wanna tell you about my friend, Tyler Michael Chauncey. If you don't know who Tyler is, she is the creator and founder of Create Athletes. You, if you've been listening to me for a while, then you know all about Tyler and the amazing things that she does. If you're looking for a personal trainer to get you through your New Year's resolution or to help you with your New Year's resolution, then my friend Tyler Michael Chauncey is your online personal trainer. She will have you fill out a form and go through the process and it will be with a loving touch so go over to facebook at michael chauncey go over to instagram at tyler michael chauncey the spellings will be in my show notes guys i love you we got we got 12 days till christmas this would be an amazing gift to your loved one and yourself to get you and your spouse on a healthy track for this new year so again go see Tyler Michael Chauncey, Tyler Michael Chauncey on Instagram and Michael Chauncey on Facebook. Uh, show notes are in. I mean, the spellings will be in the show notes, guys. Uh, let her know that you're listening to this podcast and that Robert Delude sent you. And she also has some amazing gym swag. Also, I love the create gear. It's amazing. So let her know. That I sent you. I love you so, guys. And uh, I'm going to let you, you know, get back to this episode. Program, Have a wonderful weekend. I was testing it, so I needed my family and friends and coworkers, whoever I could get uh, to be a guinea pig. And everybody is full of intrigue because it's very, very rare that you would get to be close to these animals up close and personal. And um, so there's always a bit of fear, always a bit of apprehension. But the reason I do it is because when you're so close to these animals, it creates that fear and apprehension. But from that point, I can teach you how to turn it down using the grounding procedure. Mm. And the animals literally mirror whatever you're feeling. So if you're angry, if you're scared, whatever, they'll react to that. But then when I teach the grounding technique, they react to that as well. So it becomes like a live biofeedback 
process. Why do you think that uh, the animals mirror our behavior? Uh, my best guess is because they're always living in their senses. Um, they're always in the present moment. And so it, it is to their benefit to always be ready uh, and for anything that happens. So when they start to feel the energy of people raising, no matter what it is, then that's gonna create that kind of dynamic. So um, Tesla said, Nikola Tesla said, if you really wanna understand the universe, understand frequency, vibration, and resonance. Because we put out these frequencies, right? And people that you don't really pay attention to it, but we put out a frequency and an animal living in their senses is gonna pick that up. Mm, that's interesting. So how long ago did you do your TED talk? Let's talk about that. Yeah, man. Uh, 2016, summer of 2016. And how did you come across that? Um, I have a friend, business coach, uh, uh, speech helper writer, uh, who was, who took part, uh, who had a client who was a uh, organizer for one of the TEDx, uh, programs. And so he just kind of slipped my name and said, Hey, you may want to check him out what he does. Uh, I think it'd be an interesting TEDx talk. Mm -hmm. So you... uh, they sent me an invitation and, and the rest is history. As they say. Right on. That's how was that experience? Uh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. I mean, I've, I've spoken in rooms with as many people, but I have a lot of respect for the TED organization. And uh, so I think I psyched myself out a bit. Yeah. But uh, it was very fulfilling. I'm glad I did it, but I'm also glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I, uh, I love those TED, TED Talks. I love them. So. Yeah, me too. me too. That's amazing. So what's, uh, what's something that you're an expert in that most people don't know about you? I mean, I would say that what I just showed you, uh, the grounding capabilities, uh, my expertise comes in teaching people how to, how to recognize their whole body, right? And recognize what stress does and then recognize that they can also counterbalance that. Mm. Yeah, so I would have to say that that's, that's probably the bottom line. You know, the, the animals are great to work with, but the real lesson is learning, you know, how to really change the dynamic inside. Mm. That's nice. When I know everyone's not perfect, but when you're in a stressful situation, is it easy for you to come back and practice what you preach? <laughs> it's getting easier as I get older. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to say there's no way I'm perfect. You can ask my ten-year-old daughter and my wife that. <laughs> that yeah, for sure. But um, you know what I find is the older I get, uh, the less I get swept up in the drama of things. Um, people ask, you know, they'll ask, how are you doing this morning? And, I, and my first response is I'm doing awesome. Every, I woke up this morning and everything else is gravy, you know, everything after this. Uh, so, you know, I, I have my moments. Sometimes I'll throw a temper tantrum, right? Some, but in the back of my mind, I'm hearing that voice say, you know, you have another option, yeah. right? So even if I don't do it right away, uh, eventually I'll come back to it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It would, everyone's, we're all human. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing though, is I started teaching my daughter to do this as soon as we could communicate verbally. Right. She was oh, really? about two and a half because I wanted to see, you know, listen, if I start training her in this now, how will it, how will it benefit her later? And of course I don't have any uh, outcomes otherwise, but I can tell you right now, if she would fall, skin her knee or be having challenges, first thing I'd do is look at her and look down and she'd be wiggling her toes. Really? Yeah. Cause she knows that that's the answer. You know, we're taught how to eat, drink, uh, when to go to sleep, but nobody teaches us what to do with stress and pain. Right. Wow. That's super interesting. That's cool. Yeah. That's way cool. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever, I don't think I've ever seen a 10 year old do that. If they fall down, then it's just a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And she so, has her moments too. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, for the most part, she'll be giggling and laughing within a minute. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Changes the dynamic that quickly. That's interesting. So <clears throat> Working with uh, combat veterans and then going through this process, does it not cure PTSD, but obviously help with that? Yeah. uh, You know, listen, we all have PTSD to to some extent, right? And so what this does is it gives them a place to start, right? If I can, if I can, have some recognition that I'm getting ready to spin out and I can do something to counterbalance that and head that off at the pass. Um, that's where it all starts. Right. Uh, so what I found is literally after one session, which is about 90 minutes, um, it's, it's the significance level of the outcomes are pretty incredible. Like it literally changes people's lives in 90 minutes, just learning this simple technique. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and it allows, it's not just with them though, it once they begin to change, their families begin to change, their fr- friends begin to change. Once you calm that frequency, once you calm that dynamic in them, it goes out. It's like concentric rings from a you know pebble in a pond. It just travels out. And so, you know, I believe that because combat veterans have experienced what they've experienced, um, if you think about we our lives are are uh on a continuum and they have polar opposites, right? You know, hard because you know soft, you know, white because you know black. Because combat veterans have experienced this intense trauma, they also have the converse side that they can experience an intense peace. Mm-hmm. So once, they're, once they learn how to go to that side, then they can experience that just as strongly. Mm-hmm. And it happens really quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Way cool. There is uh, up in Helena, there you got this animal life center. Well, I know they take veterans for like for birds, and we only have a few selection of birds up there. But I, right, so going on the level that you're doing with wolves and tigers, that's pretty. That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just another dynamic. Again, it's being around the tigers and and all the other animals is is awesome. And but being in nature, that's the key. 
yeah. because that's what brings, that's what truly creates the dynamic. Now, the fascination, the awe, the wonder is created by the animals, right? And when you see them react and respond to you, that creates that awe and wonder. So it puts your brain in a place that it can receive information and, and change when it needs to. It works with birds, works with dogs, horses. doesn't make any difference. It really doesn't. Um, the difference that I'm doing with the alpha predators is because I need that first uh, kind of shock, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from there, then it brings everything into alignment. Right on. That's yeah. cool. So how do people get in contact with you if they want to work with you? Yeah, man. Um, so I have a website. It's called catalystrefuge.com. It's C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T-R-E-F-U-G-E.com. Uh, catalystrefuge.com. So there's uh, all the information about the program on there. I uh, just finished a book about six months ago um, with another author. It's called The Catalyst Experience, how to... Uh, how tiger, how rescued tigers heal trauma scarred souls. You can pick that up on Amazon or uh, Barnes and Noble online. There's a couple of, couple right of on. Yep. Cool. And can people work with you remotely or do they have to come to you? I mean, I do remote stuff uh, because just like I could show you through this computer screen, I could walk you through that process. Uh, I can do the same thing with anyone. Yeah. Um, they're welcome. People are welcome to come to the, to the facility or in Florida and outside of Orlando, Florida. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can always work with people remotely. Right on. That's yeah. cool. That's way cool. Well, I want to acknowledge you for what you're doing. That's Thanks. super, super interesting. And serving back to the people that served us, I think is, is truly, truly something special. So keep doing it and finding an actual solution to their problem and not just medicating them. Yeah. Well, the key is it empowers them, yeah. right? I mean, it, it lets, it's not that we have control, but we can, we can be empowered by the facilities that we have in our body. And, and that's the key. Once, once they recognize that they do have a say in it, um, then it makes all the difference in the world. Mm. Yeah, most definitely. Are you on social media at all? Yeah, man. Um, Facebook, Catalyst Refuge, uh, Instagram, Catalyst Refuge, at Catalyst Refuge. And I'm on Twitter, but I'm never on there. I mean, I, I do a little bit of uh, a little bit of social media, but not tons. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm old school, man. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I kind of, some days I get sick of social media, so. Yeah. I yeah. try not to even have it on my phone today. It's I know. Yeah. I get burned out really quickly on it and uh, over, over stimulated by it. So uh, I do it to keep the, uh, I keep the program out there and circulating. Uh, yeah. but, but that's, that's about it. Yeah. So I got one last question for you. Yeah, man. What is your message to the world? Uh, be nice to each other. You know, I mean, we're all in this together. Um, I think there's a lot of dynamics out there, especially right now, uh, people fighting each other. And we recognize that binary systems are set up for you to fight each other, uh, especially in the political 
arena. Um, but we can see through that. I mean, I think we have the intelligence to see through that and uh, be nice to each other. That's the right message. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Cool. So, and what was your book called again that you just? It's called The Catalyst Experience, okay. How Rescued Tigers Heal Trauma-Scarred Souls. Right on. Awesome. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Right on, man. Cool. Well, thank you, Kevin. This was amazing. I, yeah, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, Robert. I appreciate it. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it so much or find any value in any of these episodes, please share this through the app on your phone that you're listening this to or wherever and send it to a friend. Send it to a loved one that might find value out of this also. Please like and subscribe to this and I would very much appreciate it. If you could go rate and review either on Stitcher, the podcast app, or iTunes, or the Apple podcast. Wherever you're listening to this to, and they allow you to rate and review, I'd very much appreciate it. If you please, again, share this with a loved one that might need to hear this message. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend, and thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you soon.